cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy Ann Sauls. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. This is episode 383, and as always, I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, bringing you Reimagine Growth, a special mini-series on retention marketing brought to you by CleverTap, because let's face it, in 2020, retention is the goal, it's the game changer, it's what you need to do, because quite frankly, it's a lot more efficient to keep your users coming back than to acquire all the time new customers, new users. But of course, you need to connect with your customers in a meaningful way, and that's what we'll be talking about because, hey, we are living history right now. We are rewriting the playbook as we go along. It's challenging times. It's exciting times. It's something we can't do alone. We need guidance, we need good advice, and we benefit from listening to others. That's why it's a pleasure, a privilege on Reimagine Growth today to welcome my guest, George Sullivan, CEO and founder, The Soul Supplier. George, great to have you here today on Mobile Presence. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Peggy. Thanks for having me on. And I love it, The Soul Supplier. I was thinking about that. What could be a better name for your company? Why don't you tell us all about what The Soul Supplier is? So The Soul Supplier is a website and app that helps millions of people each month find their next best pair of shoes. Mm. And we do that. Actually, we focus on trainers, not just shoes, the casual sneaker market, which is worth um, coming up to just over 100 billion now. It's a crazy growing market. Wow. And what we do is we, we, we create high quality content and we have technology that pulls data from over a hundred retailers to show you, you know, the latest and greatest shoes and the latest prices and sizes. And of course the sole supplier, that's our little internal pun here. It makes, it makes tons of sense. How'd you come across that? Are you just like a fan of you know, the British humor? It just has to be a pun or what? <laughs> you know, like I actually, I actually didn't realize the power or, you know, the sole supplier. I didn't realize our, our mission now is to be the only place you need mm -hmm. to find your next pair of trainers. But a so, so the name works, you know, for that mission, yeah. but it wasn't originally decided as that for that reason. Um, you know, I didn't know anything about branding when I came up with the name. And I now know that some of the simplest names, you know, and some of the biggest companies have like, short names, Amazon, Google, Apple, Nest. Mm. Um, so I've got this sort of three word name, which to some is quite wordy, but it's got the alliteration in it, you know, sole supplier, which works. So yeah, I, it's turned out okay. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, I haven't, uh, you know, you can do quite a lot. I haven't looked around at the swag that you might have, but I could see some, some real fun stuff, you know, that you could do with this and with the logo. So you've been doing this, uh, what you started in 2014, right? And it just came to you, what, you just love, okay, you call them trainers, we'll call them sneakers, we'll, we'll meet in the middle there somewhere, George. Uh, you know, you just love them and you said, that's it, there's a market for this, I'm in? Yeah, so I was around 18 years old when I started, like, I bought my first pair of trainers. And when I was growing up, I didn't really have 
and like shout out my parents I love them both right but trainers mm-hmm. weren't a massive thing for me when I was growing up but I saw people wearing them and I thought you know when I start earning money um, I'm gonna buy my pair so I bought them and I started getting into that into the hobby of, of buying more when I was earning more money and I sort of got the bug which is like this is the thing that gets millions of people um the bug to buy trainers and this comes from like hip-hop and you know a lot of american culture but now the uk is kind of probably one of the biggest hubs for for trainers right in terms of data as well so yeah around 10 years ago and then anyway i'm i'm buying a lot of shoes but also i'm i'm getting into them so much that i'm selling some of my shoes for profit because some of these shoes are worth more when they sell out so i was actually making a secondary income whilst working in recruitment um so i was selling some of these shoes whilst i was collecting them and making quite a good money on ebay um and then all of a sudden like i was reading a lot of different books about the web and digital and starting websites because i was always interested in that and the, the idea came to me that i needed to give people the information that i had you know, all this information that I had to find where to buy the shoes, I needed to create a website that helped people that were the same as me that wanted this info. And that was where the idea came from. So we were talking a bit before the show and talking about you know, how this has developed. I mean, it's, it is massive. I mean, today, particularly uh, to be growing something like 70% in revenue growth year on year since you started. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So 70% um, average year on year over the past five years. And it's all um, self-invested and organic. So we're really proud of that as a team. Yeah. Another thing that's organic, I think, is also just that sense of community because you bring them in. We'll get to how you actually do that. You know, I'm searching for prices. I, you're, so you're aggregating prices, but you're also attracting me with an awful lot of awesome content. Do you, do you make that in-house or how do you do that? So, yeah, we... Um, we originally started, um, I started it like parents' spare bedroom, you know, uh, <laughs> working after work when I came home. And my goal was just to create content and be first to the market with the content, you know, to find this content and post it on the website and post it to Twitter. Let people know when these shoes were coming out. And my goal initially was like, I need to get stuff ranking in Google, but that didn't happen for a long time. That's another story. But um yeah, so it started out as, as very much focused on creating great content and being first to the market with the content. And then all of a sudden, when you're doing that, you get a lot of respect from people on social media because you're providing value that, that saves them time. It gives mm-hmm. them what they want quickly. So it's since developed very much into like driving, helping people to purchase with technology. But it was originally just all about creating content and being first with it. And it still is very much, but there's a lot more to it now. So what can you tell me about your community a little bit, maybe not necessarily just the numbers, but, you know, there must be some sort of vibe. Is there a certain demographic? Because that's going to influence a lot of what we're going to talk about in a bit is, you know, how you approach them, how you engage them, how you, of course, retain them. But who are they first? Well, I think like if you're turning your passion into an income or you're turning your passion into a business, then these people are your people, you know? So the people that you're talking to when you're growing your passion business, you're going to be able to relate to them. Um, So then it becomes easier to talk to them. It becomes easier to understand what they like because you're already in that mindset, you know? So 
we've got actually two Facebook groups and they're just under 100,000 users in the Facebook groups across them. We've got three actually, one for the Soul Women's as well. And that's where the community hub is. You know, I, we talk to a lot of people, people from the company chip in in there as well. And like, I don't think a lot of founders or owners of companies can actually say that they know loads of their customers. Like I know loads of my people that watch, look, look at the website. Like I've made friends through the community. I've got, you know, like I can go up to Selfridges in London on a Saturday and there's regularly every Saturday people that meet from our community around the soul supplier, which is just mad. It's crazy. So I, I speak to people in there all the time. It's, it's, it's crazy, the community. Yeah. So absolutely a tribe. It's absolutely a tribe. And it's just the trainers that are bringing people together, people's love for shoes and people wanting to swap pairs because they didn't get their size or someone giving someone some help to find a pair. You know, there's just so much community and friendship in this, in this industry. It's, it's, it's great, Peggy, honestly. It sounds pretty cool. I mean, I, I do it a little bit on the sidelines, but I hadn't thought about it. But of course, you know, these, these aren't just purchases. This is passion. Um, and as you said, you know, it's how... It's about being genuine, be understanding your community. I mean, there's not too many founders out there who, you know, most people I know, I mean, I do content marketing, so I can say yes. off the record, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, here, here, write this, post this. I can't be bothered with this stuff. You know, they outsource their social media and you're living it, which is fantastic. But um, we do have to go to break right now, but I really want to hear about how you bring that across in your communications. Because again, it has to be genuine, it has to be the real deal. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. LPO, landing page optimization, where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the Conversion Scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. 
Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we're back to Mobile Presence, Reimagine Growth, our mini-series. We have George Sullivan, CEO and founder of The Soul Supplier. And George, before the break, we were just talking about, you know, your tribe, you know, your community. These are people who are not just buying sneakers. I mean, they live the love. And of course, that means that the communications have to be equally genuine. Um, just some high-level thought here, for example. Is there a specific um, way of communicating? Is it, is it all you know, messaging and, and bots? Is it, is it in-app or is it push notifications? You know, what are some of the channels that are working? Or do you just let the tribe decide? No. So we've got around 25 marketing people and they create content they create social posts they manage community stuff video content designers you know so the marketing team we're basically we're a huge arm of our business is content marketing mm -hmm. i've always wanted to do content marketing authentically so if there's what i mean by that is a lot of companies will try and use tools and automation um way too much but let's give let me give you an example so there's a lot of manual work that happens. So we use uh, Clevertap, uh, as you know. And what we've, we've actually got like three people, four people now, in fact, that are creating campaigns in Clevertap manually. Mm -hmm. So Clevertap offer a lot of good features and they offer features for automation as well. So you can actually like hit your audience in an automated way, save yourself time. But we're like, no, we, we know that people don't want to be hit with too many messages and they need to be hit with the right messages. So we've actually employed four people that manage the, ma the messages to make sure that people get the right communications. So important because it, it helps with conversion rates, like our, our click rates on push notifications and email are, are like three times higher <laughs> than industry averages. So it's working for us, you know? Absolutely. And I mean, it, it works because that's the type of, that's where you are. I mean, if this was something very, very vastly different, you know, like, like, a, like a, a supermarket, it might be a bit different. I mean, you always have segmentation, that's true. but, but, you know, doing this at, at scale, you're going to, you're going to lose some of that touch, but you have that high touch in, in the high tech. What are you also seeing there? Is there something about frequency or tone i mean obviously you're doing it with your content marketing with your team but you know there are some guidelines there are some rules of thumb that maybe you'd like to share yeah so a couple of things um i think it's really important if you're if you're going to start messaging your users um i would initially if you don't have segmentation set up and what i mean by that is if you don't understand their likes and dislikes pages that they visit the most then I would err on the side of caution with your messaging, you know? I wouldn't be hitting them too regularly. I would just be testing things a lot, a lot more easygoing. But if you've got segmentation set up, 
um, it can be really nice to actually put the control in the, in the hands of the user. So one of the features we're developing right now is, is letting the user just decide in a granular level what notifications they want. And now we've seen this in, in certain other apps, like really helpful actually. So you can say, I want reminders for this Nike Air Force One, I want restock reminders, and I wanna to be told when, it, when the price drops um, you know, at these retailers. Um, so actually giving the user control with your messaging is really important because I think there's way too many brands that assume too much about their users and that's how users get upset because they're getting stuff that they don't want because the brand has assumed they should be. That's an interesting point because you're letting them be in control a bit. Of course, in the background, you know, the solution is also in control. You're controlling the wording. It's, it's more about the automation to a point. Is there something that you've noticed is more effective than, than others? I mean, we've talked about what the messages are in terms of the content, but what about the actual delivery? Are these all of the above? Because you have an app and you have a website, so it might be a little bit of omni-channel going on in there where you have to hand off from one you know, dimension or one, one platform, rather, to, to another. Yeah, so something I really love is split testing. And um, let's give you an example of paid ads on Facebook. So we'll run a paid ad for a shoe and we'll actually offer, we'll actually run three different captions or three different copy pieces of copy for that ad and three different images. So we've got six variations for the same ad. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll pick the best performer because we understand that's what the audience like. And then we'll tailor the wording of the best performer again to go for another three variations. And, and we actually do that with CleverTap as well. So we're constantly split testing our messages, like you say, to understand the tone, and what people respond best to really. And it's funny because you get some real good insights like um, our audience don't like to be, they don't like to be told to do things, you know, like, they don't like to be told buy now. They don't like <laughs> to be told, you know, like really direct in that way. Yeah. It, they just What we found is the messaging that works best is more just like subtle, like, hey, this is available here. It's at a discount. And they're like, and you let them make their mind up. Interesting. Um, but then I've seen some brands go the other way where they're very like, quite like buy now, get, get right now, buy it here. And it's quite different strategies, you know, but for us, the subtle approach definitely works with the messaging. What about the messaging that many people in retail, you know, it's, it's a journey and people drop off in the journey. You know, there's the famous abandoned cart, etc. I mean, how do you handle that? It would be interesting because you are, you know, this is, this is a very different type of community. So you can't just sort of follow them necessarily with a picture of those sneakers they didn't buy and haunt mm. them, which is what happens to most of us when we shop. You know, mm. I've, I've looked at an item and it'll follow me now and everywhere in all advertising. Um, you have a different approach. It's more, of a, it's more of a nudge. It's more of a suggestion. Tell me about how you get people through that funnel to that all important conversion. What, what, what are some of the things that work? Okay. So yeah, I can give you some good tips, hopefully, here. So some of the things that we know work best are understanding our content blocks and our messaging blocks for people. So what are the main reasons they are tuning into the sole supplier? What are they looking for when they, when they use our website and app? So 
we understand that they're looking for breaking news on the latest high heat shoes. When I say high heat, I mean, you know, these exclusive shoes like Yeezys, off-white Nike pairs of shoes. Um, the stuff that sells out fast. They need breaking news on that. So that's one block. Okay. Um, there's, there's a whole group of people, omni-channel, like Facebook, Insta, Twitter, that want discounted shoes. So we talk to them in a, in a different way as well. Um, so really what I'm getting at here is like, understanding your different content blocks for your audience is so important. And then this comes down to like audience analysis. So really digging into the reasons why people use your product. That's so important because once you understand the why, you can really tailor your marketing messages and you can really talk to people in the right way. So important. How quickly are you talking to them? Because I know one of the USPs of CleverTap, you know, is, is the real time, is that immediacy, which can be very key. Um, maybe not necessarily for you, but then, you know, if you have someone who's really hooked on those sneakers and wants to know about it and you can respond, yeah. um, you know, and tell them exactly where to get them at exactly the best price, that's something that can't go stale. Yeah, so we're actually, we've got an in-house breaking news strategy which is spread across like two or three people and two of those two or three people do different things. And our goal, like our USP has always been like to be one of, if not the first with the info on the shoes across the UK and European market. So, you know, straight away, as soon as we get a piece of breaking news, we treat it like a newsroom, you know, a big news outlet. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're sending a push to the right people. We're sending an email. We're publishing on the site. We're just about to launch web push notifications as well. And it's going in the app. I mean, literally within 10 minutes, it's all out. Um, and then like thousands of people have seen it and we are the originator of the news. So I, I mentioned this in my framework for content creation. I don't know if you saw it on my LinkedIn, Peggy, but um, three principles, be first, be, uh, be the best or be original. If you can tick cool. those three things, um, or you can just mix between them. So being first, being best, being original, then your content's going to pop eventually. They're the, they're the three principles. I love that. And I love threes. I hate going to break now, George, yeah. uh, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to go to break right now, but we are going to come back because obviously you love to share, you love to share tips, very straightforward, solid advice. And our audience loves to hear it. I love to hear it. So don't go away listeners. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, 
and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we're back again, Mobile Presence. Our guest today, George Sullivan, CEO, founder, the sole supplier. George, I have to say, time is flying with you, and I'm enjoying every minute. I mean, we're just whizzing right through this and getting to also, I think, some important advice for our listeners. You started it with your content marketing sort of manifesto. Um, your blueprint. You obviously have gone through, you know, been there, done that as an entrepreneur. Is there something that you can share either the advice you wish someone had given you or advice that you really want to give us that we just avoid some of those pitfalls? This is not a time in COVID-19 to be experimenting too much. So you want to try and get things right from the start. What would you like to share? Yeah, if you're... um... If you're a new business and you need to understand your main thing to look at, like to measure your success. So for me, my original target within the first year was, are we gaining traction on Twitter because the news that I'm posting first is working? And then that was, that was happening. We were growing a lot of followers fast. And then my second uh, target I set myself these targets was to get a number one ranking in Google in the organic section for a popular shoe. And it took me seven months to do that for the Nike Triple White Harachi. So like that was all my goal was originally was just to create this content, get it out first with the aim of the Twitter following growing and people, you know, learning about us and then getting the rankings. But now um, as the business has grown, um, we still look at key metrics, but it's like understanding what you're meant to look at on each channel. So for social, it's the engagement rate. There's nothing more important on social than the engagement rate. I don't care what anyone says. Engagement rate is important. It's the best factor for the algorithm. And then on the website, kind of the same, but um, conversion rate. So people that actually click through to our retailers, because if they're clicking through, then the content we've provided is working, right? That they're, they're enjoying the content. They actually yeah. want to click through and they want to buy or they want to find out more. So knowing your metrics for each channel, so important and focusing on how you improve those, but make sure those metrics are focused on the user and not just like your top line, which is like revenue. Make sure they're user focused, like engagement rate, conversion rate, because that is how you will see success. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot in these times, I say in these times, but you know, it's, it's not because it's overly dramatic. It's just a fact. This is different. And this is going to be different for a while. What have you noticed 
in how you engage or how you need to be speaking with your customers that has maybe changed that again, we can learn from because as I said, we're rewriting a playbook. It's exciting fun to say, oh, forget what we learned all in business school or whatever, you know, we can, we can write a brand new one, um, which is very empathetic, very engaging, um, but you know, very different from the hard sell that we had before. You never did a hard sell with your tribe to your credit, but what has changed for you about that marketing considering it's all about a bit more of like, hey, how's it going? How are you feeling? Yeah. You know, that's part of it now. Yeah, like Peggy, right now, my mission, aside from the Soul Supply mission, which is to be the only place you need to find your next pair of trainers, my mission is to help and inspire as many people to turn their passions into businesses, to grow their businesses, and to share everything that I've learned in the best way possible. So you know, that's, that's my messaging. That's what I do on some of the soul supply channels. I sort of help people more replying to DMS messages. And like you say, just having empathy and we're here to connect with other people in this life and help others. Right. It's not just all about us winning in business. It's about like, can we affect the lives of other people? That is so important to me. Um, so that's my mission. Absolutely. And that's so genuine. And that is so rare because really, a lot of people are like, you know, I'm talking to people who are, I don't have an awful lot of time because I have to be, you know, watching everything and, you know, just watching to react rather than thinking about what they could change or do differently. It's just like, let me just stay on top of this market. Right. And, yeah. uh, and yet yours is about in a way leading it. So I'm, I'm really impressed. Uh, just as a last word then, because I can imagine it'll be fascinating to come from you, you know, it's hard sometimes being in business on your own. I'm on business on my own. And there are times when it's just like, nope, gonna maybe consider, you know, just once in a while giving up. Never really happens, but there are those moments. So what do you have? Because you have this experience, you obviously have this passion and you care. What can you leave us with to say, hey, think about this next time you're thinking about, you know, just chucking it all in? I was thinking about chucking it in um, after six months and I was working full time and the site wasn't making any money and I had a few freelancers working for me that were helping me create the content whilst I was at work and I was literally close to like giving up because I couldn't get the Google rankings and mm. then I'm telling you now it's this cliche story like two weeks after that within two weeks we got the first ranking in Google for the first place for the popular shoe of the summer and that was it. Like the business idea was validated. I was then hungry to get more, more rankings. And then it just took off from there. So just stick at it because that success can just be around the corner. And that story for me is like proof of that happening. Um, and now that, you know, we're helping millions a month. We've got an amazing team of like 35 people and things couldn't be better right now. You know, even in this tough time, we still managed to persevere and be strong as a team. So nurture your team, keep going and learn, keep learning because that'll get you far. That is inspiring. That's wonderful, George. And obviously you said before, you know, DMs, everything, you're there for them. How do our listeners stay in touch with you? Yeah, please hit me personally on, well, don't hit me, but um, <laughs> hit me up on Instagram, George Sullivan, TSS, T, like the soul supply, TSS, and mm -hmm. LinkedIn, George Sullivan, and Twitter, George Sullivan underscore. So yeah, follow the soul supplier channels too, if you want to find your next best pair of shoes.
it's been good to be on here. Like, I've really enjoyed it. You know, It's been awesome having you, George. It's not going to be the last because, you know, I'm a little bit of a content machine of my own. And uh, I very much plan to have you sort of walk through some different uh, articles that I'll be writing and, and, and definitely have you back here as well. It's just been just a joy. Thank you so much. Love that. Thanks, Peggy. And listeners, you can see this is the place to be. You know, this is your destination. This is your place. And you can keep up with me throughout the week. Find out how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence. If you have a great story, let me know. You can email me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com. Mobile Groove is where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. Of course, you can always check out, and you should indeed check out, all early episodes of our show by going to wmr.fm, where you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.